Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about season three, episode nine. Smoking out the snake. There was a recap episode last week and we do not do, do, not do those. So, so if you want to watch episode eight for season three, you can, or you can just listen to the podcast because we've already told you about everything that happens thus far. Yeah. And uh, not only are we not doing a podcast episode, we didn't even watch it. So that's where we're at. Nor will we. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched... I watched like one of those maybe ever in my life. When I... Well, I mean, I've always watched Survivor Live, but like we would watch it because there was nothing else on TV and that was our Survivor night. But we were always bummed when it was that week mm. for Survivor. Brought you down a peg. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That being said, let's get started with our 15-second recaps. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is your favorite episode ever, you said, so... I do enjoy this episode. It, it is, yeah, maybe you yeah. didn't say ever. I might have exaggerated. My, it's probably my favorite for season three, but I don't think I'll be able to recap it very well. <laughs> you think out of the whole season it's your favorite? I think it starts really well for me and then goes Yeah, down but no, this is my favorite episode for this season, I think. Yeah, I know. I don't care. That's not about. And you'll see why. Well, I mean, you don't see. It doesn't matter why. I just don't care. <laughs> it doesn't overshadow all the rest of it for you. No. Okay. Ready? <laughs> I guess. Go. Um, Lex goes on a bender. Then there's a reward challenge and Ethan <laughs> wins and gets to go to the camp and it's amazing and they barter and it's wholesome. Um, Jeff's in a cowboy hat. There's an immunity challenge. Ethan wins that too. And Kelly goes home by a vote of five to four against Lex. I needed to cover all my big ones, and then we'll, yeah, good job. We'll, we'll dive into why it's my favorite. Mine will probably go. be shorter than that, but all right, ready? Yeah, go. All right, there's a reward challenge with um, stomp and fling basketball. Ethan wins. He gets to go to an African village market to barter things, and then there's an immunity challenge with a memory situation, and then Ethan wins that, and then Kelly goes home. Yeah, I almost said Lex gets votes and ended on that just to like ah. <laughs> uh. But, you know, Lex focuses, Lex, Lex, Lex focuses on his own votes enough for everybody here, so. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. And that's how we start the episode. He's very focused on who the second vote was for him at the last tribal, because he knew Clarence was going to vote for him, and Clarence can't vote for himself, so obviously one came from Clarence. Right. But he doesn't know where the second vote came from. Which was T-Bird. Because she told Clarence during the challenge she was not going to vote for him. Yeah. And she wanted to stick with that. Um, so she just voted for Lex. Which makes sense. And she said, um, once she realized that he was not very happy with that, that she was like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. She should have just come clean in that moment if it wasn't that big of a deal. Yes. And she, she, had, just... good, she had good reasoning. Like, you're not, we're not going to question that. Mm -hmm. She should have just told Lex. She should have told him why. And then he could have calmed the frick down and not just been on one for, like, three days. <laughs> Literally three days. Yeah. Because it was his goal for the entirety of those three days to find out who the rat was or the snake. He refer referenced both during the episode. Hence the episode title. Haha. <laughs> Smoking out the snake. Um, yeah. People not... I mean, I'm going to share a quote from Kelly. She says, someone voted against you, Mr. Ego. Deal with it. She's annoyed, but she's not the only one. A lot of other people are kind of like, um, <laughs> like, yeah, what's your deal? Uh, T-Bird's like crapping her pants about it, though, because she's the one 
the one that Culprit. actually did it. Yeah. And she's nervous. And I do get where she's coming from, whereas, like, if you didn't think something was a big deal, and it ended up being a big deal. But she could have squashed it, which is the thing. If, if they had come back from camp and she had just said, that was me, we would have been done with it. What's crazy, though, is that he never directly asked her. Like, the conversation that they show having about it, he's like, well, I trust you implicitly. I know it wasn't you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she was just kind of, like, nodding. And it's like, I think if he would have flat out asked her, I don't know that she would have... Denied it. Lied to him. Yeah. That's fair. But he didn't even, like, give her that opportunity. That's fair. Which, I would have thought it was pretty, like, obnoxious of him if he had gone around and been like, was it you? Yeah, no, I wouldn't have liked that. But equally, if you know that he's on a tear, and you know that that's likely going to influence his vote, because he thinks there's a rat, and you know you voted, and you know you're not a rat, you can just tell him. Yeah, or tell somebody and let it get back to him. I mean, that's worse, I think, because then... Then it looks like you were lying to him directly. Yeah, but just tell him. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have a decent relationship with him. He's, you know, coming to you and... That you guys are having a good moment. Yeah. And that would have... It wouldn't have ruined it. There's no reason for you to tell him other than to be honest. Yeah. So... And it, she even felt bad for not being honest in that moment. Because she does her little voiceover afterward. And she's like, oh, I feel really guilty that like, I'm not being upfront with people right now. Mm-hmm. When I've been upfront with them the whole game. Right. Yeah. So we get tree mail, which is like a music making device. device. Yeah. A which... Thing. The only, like, I think, similarity it has to the game they played is, like, the fact that you kind of, like, flick the things down to make it make sound. Mm. Other than that. Yeah, I didn't really get the purpose of the item. But basically, they get to this reward challenge, and it's like a teeter-totter, like, planks thing, where you put an item on one end, and then you have to, like, yeet it into a basket on By a jumping tower. on the other one, yep. Yeah. And they have, like... A ton of items on a mat, and they have to do it one by one. And they're different sizes and weights, so that makes it even more complicated, Mm because it's not like you can kind of just get your technique down and then roll with it, Mm -hmm. since it changes with every item. But Ethan is clearly superior and does really well at this challenge. And Lex is a close second, Mm -hmm. whereas Kelly does not know how to do this challenge whatsoever. Yeah, Kelly and Kim are both, like, off in the boot. I don't know that Kim got, like, a single one in. It took Kelly, like, the entire challenge to get one. Yeah, she kept complaining that her plank was broken. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, no, I think you are. (laughs) Uh, So Ethan wins. He wins! And he gets to trade two local goats for stuff at the African Village Market the next day. Um, And people... Or, like, his tribe mates were giving him extra items to barter. Yeah, because they're like, oh, I want a bracelet. Like, here, take my hat. or I I want want something sweet. Mm -hmm. So. And then Jeff comes in in a cowboy hat the next day. I feel like that was a big focal point for you. It was. You mentioned the cowboy hat. I really enjoy it. Um, (laughs) But, basically, Jeff says that Ethan can bring someone else. And Ethan, again, shows us that he's playing the game he recognizes that picking someone like he didn't want to have to choose because he recognized that that would be a political decision mm-hmm. and could come back to haunt him later so he picks lex for his reasoning saying that oh, lex was second in the challenge i think he would have picked lex regardless because i think they're buds i think he might have the only other person i could see him bringing are either big tom but i don't think he would have spent the day with big tom um 
or old Kim because he really he and old Kim have a really good relationship. But I think Lex is the fun choice to spend the day with. Yeah, I don't know. And he, I believe him when he said, like, he had to make a snap decision. Yeah. And that was the least biased way that he could make what he called a very significant political decision. And I think it's cool that he's recognizing that it is a significant political decision. Because mm-hmm. we've gotten rewards before where people get to join other people and it has backfired. They have not realized that it is a political decision yet. <laughs> or they don't get the choice. Like, there was a challenge that Colby and Jerry won together, and so they mm. just had to be on it. Um, I will never forget the moment in season one when Sean told Kelly oh he'd take her. Oh, my God. And, and then, then it's like, Richard. Richard, who wants to go? Everyone. Kelly also doofus. didn't say anything. I don't blame her, though. I don't care. While someone's... Picking and they told you it's not your job to be like. I mean, you could still show interest. Be like, yeah, like we talked about it. I'd love to go. I think Sean was being stupid. I mean, he was, but you know, I don't like Kelly. Especially because there's, I why I'm most annoyed with it is there's no reason that he needed to tell her he was going to take her. And if he hadn't had that conversation with her, totally fine. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> we. Uh, Praise Ethan and this, for being... And this was not like that, so... Yeah, that was we praise good. Ethan for not just being a very good physical player, but recognizing the strategic part of the game as well. Because mm-hmm. that's not something that we necessarily remembered about Ethan. And for making a snap decision, explaining a snap decision, and still being well-liked by everybody. That's mm-hmm. hard to do. <laughs> yeah, but he did it, because Ethan is a the perfect best. human. Yes. Um, so they go to the village. And apparently it's like a three and a half hour drive, and they're like keeping these goats calm on the drive. <laughs> Which, like, the goats don't seem that panicked. No. Poor I, goats. I think the boys are more panicked. <laughs> but then they have to, like, get these goats out of the van, and they're, like, plopping themselves down and just kind of, like, sliding out of the truck while holding these goats. It's rough. Uh, but they get the goats out. They're very, they're being stared at by everybody. Like, they're very clearly the out of place, like, oh, yeah. whiteies that are, you know, pretty dumb. Like, I'm sure they got ripped off in multiple ways. Oh, probably. <laughs> um, but they sell their goats, finally, after a number of inquiries, <laughs> to the highest bidder. And then the bidders take them to the to butcher. The, yeah. And then Ethan and Lex get... Food, they get french fries that are basically in soup. Just swimming in grease. Yeah. Um, but that we're good, except for Ethan said his stomach had a difficult time. Yeah. Um, but then my favorite part of the episode was Ethan playing hacky sack, which was his luxury item that he brought. And he played it with the kids in the village. And then he gives it to them at the end, but like, I think why this is my favorite episode is because it really shows, and I mean, we're not a spoiler-free podcast, Ethan wins, Mm -hmm. and I think he's such a deserving and, like, such a good representation for this season, Mm -hmm. Um, because, I mean, for this episode, like, he interacts and he feels so tied to the village, and he... You know, he, he like, expressed that it meant so much for him to be there. He got to be a part of, like, their community for the time that he was there. 
Um, and even Lex was like hyping him up while they were there. They were like, oh yeah, that guy's name is Ethan. Like he plays soccer in America. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, it just, it was a good representation of season three for me. Mm-hmm. And he even says later, like, I'm going to remember this day for the rest of my life. And like, even if I go home tonight, like I will have this day. And that's yeah enough for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's just perfect. He's, Yeah. He's my favorite winner so far, by far. Yes. He'll be my favorite winner for a while. Arguably for the rest of this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're all just falling in love with Ethan all over again. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and then they end up bringing back some treats and cookies and bracelets for the rest of their tribe, Mm -hmm. um, which they're all obviously very thankful for. Um, he's like bartering the shirt off his back yeah. literally when he's there, like just to get more stuff for his tribe, which is wholesome, pretty exemplary Ethan behavior. Yeah. So they come back. We don't get a whole lot of what was going on while they were gone. No. Uh, but it seems like since they're the two that seem to be the ones actually playing the social game, like, yeah, not a lot would happen if those two were gone. <laughs> right. The only thing we kind of get is that little Kim wants Kelly to vote with them. And Kelly was like, mm, no. Yeah. Well, it's fun because Kelly says she turns them down and Kim says, Kelly told us maybe. And yeah. Like, I don't know if that's, I tend to believe Kelly because she's pretty like, as we know, very blunt about mm. whatever she happens to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think Kim just maybe was hoping a lot, and so she took that. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe a bit more optimistically than Kelly would have uh, intended it. True. <laughs> Which, and it ends up changing later after yeah. the immunity challenge. But. Yeah. So the immunity challenge, they get there, and Jeff's like, okay, real quick, 30 seconds, look at my barrel and memorize these items. Sounds dirty. Yeah. I mean, everyone it was can, a little. Everyone it can was stare a little at my dirty at this for episode, 30 though. Seconds. <laughs> Because later, Jeff was like, yeah, I guess size does matter. Ah, uh, yeah. Jeff's just, like, <laughs> on one. Jeff, take 30 seconds to look at my barrel. Yeah. And... All right, go back. <laughs> um, so, basically, it's a memory challenge. Yeah, but also grin. scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So, they have, you know, their 30 seconds to look or whatever, and then they have to go recreate this grid. For whatever number of the grid that Jeff calls out for. And everything is in, I think they said a... Excuse me, 150 foot radius. Mm-hmm. So they have like not very long to go find all of the items mm-hmm. <laughs> and put them in their own grids with lids on it so people can't cheat. Yeah, and there were two rounds and people were eliminated each round. And then we finally got to the last or the, the final round with the only people being left were Brandon, Big Tom, Lex, and Ethan. Mm-hmm. And then they had a new barrel. A minute to memorize it. Or no. It was like 10. Yeah. It was quick to so memorize. Short. And then a minute to gather as many of the items as they could. Put them in the right order. Whatever. Um, so Brandon got 6 out of 9, which I was actually kind of surprised by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lex got 5 out of 9, which I was also surprised by at his lack of being able to do better. But honestly, 5 is still... Shut up, Alexa. It's because you said Lex. Oh. <laughs> um, no! Oh my goodness. But, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, five out of nine is still, like, more than half. Yeah, and when you consider the fact that it's not just gathering the things in, like, record time, but also remembering where they go. Go? Yeah. I, I think five is pretty good. Yeah. 
Which leads me to being more surprised that Brandon Big, got six. Yeah, and Big Tom got six. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually got seven, but one was in the wrong spot or the wrong item. Yeah, and I'm surprised it didn't happen for more people. People, yeah. Um, but Ethan, lovely Ethan, eight out of the, nine. The heavens just split, and we're like shining down on him. This is this his episode. <laughs> um, Ethan gets eight out of nine, so he wins, deservingly, as he should. Mm-hmm. So we go back to camp. And Lex still wants to know who cast the second vote against him. He's just being dramatic af at this point. A and little, he's, yes. He's trying to threaten people. He's like, I thought that I would have figured out who the route was by like, you know, day three. Day three. And it's like, you're kind of telling on yourself for like not being that smart or like letting, people are- Are letting it go. People are thinking like, why is this an issue? Like, yeah. he's- he's making himself look worse than whoever the alleged rat is by like- being on such a... I would agree with that. I think he did too much. And partially it's because we know that it was T-Bird and there was no malicious intent mm-hmm. on her end. Um, because if it had been someone like Clarence who was trying to, like... Start something. So Discord or whatever, then that might have been... Might have been different, but it's yeah. still, like... And I feel like he wouldn't have cared if it was any of the Samburu people who put a vote on him. He would have only cared if it was one of the Baran people who put a vote on him. And it was the Samburu people yeah and he convinced himself instead that it was kelly he says because brandon i want to say heard kelly tell someone else that she's she he heard her say the word free agent yeah this is a lot of hearsay couldn't say whether she was saying she was a free agent or someone else was a free agent or what he Mm -hmm. phrase free agent and he's we get the scene of him talking to Big Tom about it, and he's telling Big Tom that he's absolutely sure that there's not a doubt in his mind, all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there, I mean, both of us as attorneys, thinking, like, you, there are many doubts. Like, you're literally just based, and he's all, my gut's never wrong, and you're sitting there like, buddy, this is what you're willing to stake all of that know, on? Like, this is the hill that you're dying on. And then when he goes to, Big Tom is very, like, I think wary of it like he's like I mean we don't have he doesn't say it like this because he's big Tom but basically what he's saying is we don't have evidence towards anybody else no he said but, yeah he said I didn't get to interrogate Kelly enough to confirm that she's a rat yeah and he's like all signs point to her I think is what yeah. he says but he's like but I don't know because none of it is actually like confirmation it's yeah. just a lot of little things that could mean something i wish we got ethan's point of view on this like situation because like obviously we know he ends up voting for kelly mm-hmm. but i want to know like his thoughts yeah and i think really what it comes down to probably for ethan is that lex and tom are his main alliance mm-hmm. and so if they're doing it all right yeah um but tom says i will feel like hell if we kick one of our members out over lex's gut feeling yeah and i just that foreshadowing is like oh um, cause you, you know that mm. she didn't do it. And yeah. even like, even though she was approached about doing exactly what Lex is suspicious of her doing, she turned them down. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, it's going to haunt me. She's, she's one of the ones that I, she's going on your list of gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. It just sucks. The way she went out. Yeah. Sucks. And I, I wouldn't, I think it's part of the reason that I like her so much is because she was like, she literally didn't do it. Like, she was not shady at any point. Yeah. <laughs> when she could have been and had good reason to be. I've gone on a roller coaster with Kelly. I mean, I don't think that she deserved to be voted out, but I'm not hurt by it because 
I like other people better and her time was coming anyway soon. I probably would have had Samburu leave first, but out, think... of, out of the, well, well that's not true because Kim is still here too for the OG Baran. But like, I guess between her and Kim, because my top three of my like favorites of who's left are obviously Ethan, Lex, and Big Tom. So my feeling is that if it had been those three and Kelly, final four, mm-hmm. I would not have been hurt if Kelly was voted out at that point. Because mm-hmm. the expectation for me would have been that she would be voted out. That they're closer, yeah. that she's too crafty to let get into the final three. Mm-hmm. I would have understood that argument. Um, and I think she wouldn't have been hurt by then either, because obviously at that point... It's Baran to the You've got to turn then, on each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think... Specifically, I'm mad that Brandon and Frank are making it farther than her. Everybody I'm, else, I I'm could kind really, of get. I'm not really happy that young Kim is making it this far either. She's done nothing. Like, just from a game standpoint. Like, I, I respect good game, and I don't think she's played. Um, I disagree with that based on this episode. I think she was the one that was trying to pull together the other vote. She was the one that was reassuring Okay, for that, people. yes. Yeah, but challenge-wise and then laying on her butt for camp life up till this point well up until the merge i guess i haven't it hasn't been a prominent issue that those people aren't doing work around camp as much anymore yeah. but i think that also helped after Lindsay left yeah i think if i'm going off of people who haven't made a big impact i don't think frank has i no. feel like largely he just does no. what he's told yeah he's a good around camp because he provides kind of the same thing for t-bird uh, she did win immunity, so that's... I do give her a point for but that. But she wasn't the one trying to negotiate. She wasn't, you know... I, I mean, she didn't really need to. She, I, I think she thought she would win. Yeah, but for me, that's like yeah. about yeah. level with Kim. Um, Brendan tried to put something together and at least had to like talk some strategy. Mm-hmm. He did so, a lot with saving, quote-unquote, saving Lindsay. After the tribe swap. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't think Kim's done that much. I think Kim's butt's been saved for her multiple times. Mm-hmm. The only thing Kim did was tell Kelly that Lindsay has votes. Yeah. Yeah, true. I don't know that... They might They might not have put it together. I don't know. Maybe. Well, they definitely would have heard overheard <laughs> her talking... Or yeah. Brendan talking super loud. His name's Brandon. I keep calling him Brendan on accent sometimes. Sorry. Brandon. Brandon. But yeah, point being, there's multiple people I would have liked to leave first, and there is a scenario in which I still like her, but I get that she's being voted out. That's how I felt about Cook Islands, sorry, with Parvati, mm-hmm. when it was down to final six, and they were like, she's too smart to be here anymore, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, although, no one thought she was smart in Cook Islands, they were just like, she's too flirty, she's gonna, her social game's gonna That's blow fair. the rest of us up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, at those times... You understand it. I get it. Yeah. But the fact that she was voted out for something that she literally didn't do and had no control over... Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so yeah, Kelly gets voted out. That's I- the worst way to go, I think. Sorry. At least if you're voted out first, you haven't even gotten a chance to play. That's true. The worst one possible, though, has to be Suri way later on when everybody else has a like hidden immunity idol or advantage or something... And Sri literally gets no votes, but no one else can get a vote, so she goes home. That's the worst way to go. Or that that's the one that hurts me the most out of all of it. I get that, but then at the same time, it's like, there's nothing she could have 
Well, she could have found something, so maybe it's her own detriment that she didn't find an advantage or an idol. That, and it's like... But she was, she's just, like, so well-liked. Like, I love Suri. Like, I love watching her. And so, in that one moment, like, I think I, I think I might have cried. Like, I was just so, like, in, oh, what? Okay, we'll get there. Eventually. The for her. But then, still, it's like, that's no one plotting against her True. because of thinking, maybe, that she did something she didn't do. Yeah. Like, and even if Lex, even if Lex was like, this is my gut feeling, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't have someone better to vote for. So we should do this because of yeah, the possibility. Didn't, they didn't really offer anybody else other than Kelly. That would have been fine with me if he was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like it's this person. And so I think to be safe, we should vote them. I would have been like, okay, you're still, you know, stupid, but whatever. Fine. Well, I mean, in But his... the fact that he's sitting there saying, are you sure? Well, in his, well, that's what he said to Tom. In his message, though, when he's voting Kelly, he said, I'm sorry if this is wrong. But he said it in such a way that you know he... Ha- no, I think he is sorry he if he's wrong. He hasn't even considered... Uh, okay. I think he's sorry if, if you're wrong. really sorry, do you go, sorry, but here's why I think I'm right? That's not an apology. Well, he's sorry if he is wrong, but he's so convinced that he's right that, like, he it's just so- wanted to preface it first. But it's not even an apology. You know what I mean? Like, well, it maybe, I mean, so, yes, it's not an apology because he doesn't think he needs it, but he's prefacing... That if, for whatever reason, he's wrong, which he doesn't think he is... It's a justification, not an apology. That's not an apology. (laughs) Well, he's saying sorry if he's wrong. But it's not heartfelt at all because he has no... Because he doesn't think he needed to do it. Because he thought he was right. Yeah, but thinking you're right is not the same as knowing you're... You know what I'm... Like, no, I... No, yeah, he doesn't know for sure. He has no remorse at all. Like, he doesn't... I don't think I would either. He doesn't care that he's ending someone's game over something that's a maybe. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. Because it's like... I don't think I would either. Even Tom knows that there's a... Like, but I'm he not, did it. He voted for her too. And I'm not mad at Tom because he acknowledges, like, we're, we might be cutting someone out entirely based off of Lex's gut feeling. You know who I blame for that? Lex. Of course his ally's gonna support him. Yeah. But they could have not. They could have said, Lex, you're dumb. We don't know this. Yeah, but then everyone knows how stable Lex is when he thinks <laughs> someone could be going against. If if Tom was like, we don't have enough evidence, I think we should investigate more, Tom's getting voted out next vote. Oh, God. Well, no, but, I don't think Lex would turn on Tom like that. But did we think that he, he, he Mr. My group is so tight, blah, 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 and he even thinks that something might be off, and oh, now Brendan's our fifth. He's, I don't uh, think he was ever that close to Kelly. It doesn't matter. Is he that close to Kim? <laughs> no, but Ethan's close to Kim. And Lex spent just as much time with Kelly as Ethan spent with Kim. Yeah, but he's not targeting Kim because Ethan's gonna protect Kim. No one's protecting Kelly. Because she's... no one wants to go against Lex. And why would you? Because look how well, fast Kelly's he on the turned... bottom anyway. She's not on the bottom. There's For, that, for those five? There's three other people. I don't think so. Why should she be on the bottom? Out of Baran, I think she's on the bottom. I think it's only because Kim is, like, marginally closer to Ethan. It's not because she should be. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not saying it's because she should be. I just think out of those five, she's on the bottom. There's still four other people you can vote out first. For Baran, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, for Samburu. Like, getting rid of Samburu. Yeah, 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 that's my thing. And if Lex is willing to turn on one of his, like, own so soon, if I'm Kim or Ethan or Tom or, like, who really Kim because Ethan and... Tom know that they're already planning final three with Lex. 
I'm not sticking up for Kelly even if I want to because I've seen how quick he's willing yeah. to throw someone else out when there's so many other people. Because if, if I'm Lex and I suspect it, I'm still voting Samburu out first because as as we're aware, they still have enough they have leverage. Four now, right? So now it's 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, but you just alienated Kelly and now she could vote with them and she did vote no, no, with them. No, now it's 4-4 four, four. because we got rid of Kelly. Right. So that's why I'm saying Lex is stupid because he's, all it took was Brandon not flipping. And yeah. now all of a sudden Lex is out. That's true. So intelligently you should, even if you hate the people in your five, you wait until at least one more person's out from the other so that they have no chance of yeah. moving around. No, I mean, timing was, was bad. My only thing is if he thinks, like, I know it's a maybe. Like, he's doing everything on a maybe, which is bothering you. But if, for whatever reason, it, Do, doing it, it on was a maybe, Kelly. <laughs> doing it on a maybe doesn't bother me. Telling everybody else that you're sure when you know it's a maybe, that's what bothers me. Well, he told Big Tom. We don't know who else he So you're fine if he lies to Big Tom? <laughs> yeah, Big Tom's gonna believe it. But he doesn't. That's the, like... But he still goes with it. Because no one, <laughs> this is like, if, if someone stands up in court and says, I know for a fact they did this thing and doesn't know for a fact that they did this thing, we call that perjury. Yeah, I know that. Like, and he's just doing it. Well, and it F's Kelly It worked. Over. It worked. Uh, well, but it didn't work though, because now we've got four people that aren't loyal to us. In his mind though, he would have rather, I think he would have rather gotten rid of someone in his circle that he believed wasn't loyal to them because that would have ruined them just as much as if Samburu was voting for them. Yeah, but yes, but Lex's judgment is clearly not oh, no, that's, flawless. I'm not, no, I'm not content or contesting that. I'm just trying to ration what Lex did. And I'm so fascinated to see what happens next episode because now we're in a situation where Baran is effed because they got rid of someone who really was giving them the yeah. numbers. Brandon's like F because now the he really should have gone with the people. Yeah, his own people. Yeah, and I mean, Brandon's hard because- Well, Young Kim is going to kill Brandon. Brandon would have been in the majority either way, but mm -hmm. no one would have begrudged him if he voted with his old tribe. Correct. Yeah, he's screwed. Yeah, so he's at the bottom regardless because now everyone hates him. And well, then, yeah, Lex even told him he would be at the bottom of Baran. Yes, and if he he even his new tribe is like we have now. The only evidence we have is that you're willing to vote against people that you've been with for however long. Yeah, this is why it never pays to flip. No, flippers never win. Flippers, flippers can get further in the game. Yeah, but the furthest they'll ever get <laughs> is the bottom of their new yeah group that they flip to. Yeah. Which, for Brandon, is, is not worth it in no, that case. No, because it's the same regardless. And if he would have stayed, he's probably Kelly would have probably been at the bottom of the new one as a flipper. And he could have yeah. made it, him and Kim could have easily made it to top two, I think. Because how tactical are Frank and T-Bird? Like <laughs> oh yeah, and well, plus he would have gotten rid of Frank easy. Because like, he doesn't like Frank, we know this. Yeah, what you could have done in that scenario is Frank's gotten, not going to win anything. It's wiped out all of Baran. Yeah. And then you pick off... I would say probably T-Bird might weirdly be one of the physical threats there. Because we've seen her out already of, win. Yeah, out of Samburu, it would be her. You kick off, I would say Kelly, because she's too smart and she's at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then you kick out T-Bird. And then you probably take 
you and Kim to final two because why would you take Frank and also who would vote for him anyway? Yeah. I would say Brandon would win in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I think it would depend for me on how the rest of it went because to me it seems like Kim's better at working strategically with other people. Mm -hmm. Whereas Brandon thinks, but he's not... He's not willing to alter his behavior to try to, like, ingratiate himself with others. Yeah. It's like either he likes you or he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that scenario, if I'm Kelly, I'm working with Frank and T-Bird by the time it gets to five to get Brandon out. Mm Mm-hmm. So, kind of a... So who are you voting out in this episode? Probably Lex. And not just because I don't like him, but because I just find his behavior in this specific episode to be very annoying. So who would you have... So you would have voted with Sam Brew then to vote out Lex? Yeah. And if it's just me getting rid of someone I don't like that much, it would have probably been Frank, but there's no, like, strategic reason as to why Frank should be out at this point, whereas I feel like Lex, at least, is a big social player. He's proven that he will pretty much hunt someone down if they vote for him, which is, like, just not a good person to have in camp at this point. Um, Ethan has immunity. I I obviously love Ethan, but there's a pretty good argument as to why you should be targeting him at this yeah. point. <laughs> um, so yeah, probably, probably Lex. I, I probably wouldn't have voted Kelly. I think we've established that Lex was off his rocker in choosing that as the vote out for tonight. Um, but I think I'm voting out someone from Sambaru cause I'm ready to go brand strong to the end. So out of, the people that I have, I'm probably voting Frank because he's annoyed me the most in the footage we've seen. He is it's, a it's less of a str- outcast. Yeah, it's less of Crazy a strategic outcast. thing and more just I'm picking you off one by one, and he's the first to go. That's fair. Yeah, my only like thought to not vote Frank out would be that he's probably the least likely to come up with some underhanded like plan to get. Yeah, but I would. Even T-Bird was, like, super jumpy about this one, and it was pretty foolproof except for Brandon. Brandon. Also, super funny to me that Brandon is the one that flipped, and he was, like, so personally offended at the beginning of this episode that Lindsay would even say that she considered doing that to him. Yeah. And then when it's his time, he's just like, eh. I'll flip. I mean, granted, Brandon and Kelly never had the same relationship that him and Lindsay had, Mm -hmm. but you're still actually acting on the thing that you were so disgusted that someone else thought about. Yeah. So, but I mean, he is also voting for someone who's not on his original, like, people. Like, it's not like he's flipping to vote for Kim. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would have, I, yeah, I think if it was Kim, he wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. Um, like, he's not voting out one of his own, quote unquote, not that he's very loyal to Frank or T. Yeah. But then Lindsay didn't. Like, that's That's true. (laughs) Because he actually followed through on it is what I think makes it, in my head, more like, it makes him a hypocrite, because mm-hmm. he was, like, critical. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's like, okay, should Lindsay have said the quiet part out loud about, like, thinking about voting out? No. no. But also, I guarantee you, every single person has thought about voting out someone they're, like, yeah. allied with. Well, and Brandon's been dramatic consistently each episode, for some reason or another. Yeah, so you observed that when we were sitting there, you're like, I'm so tired of him just being, like... He throws himself a pity party every episode over yeah. something. And he's... He's really started having a victim complex, I think, from the second that uh, the tribe swap happened. Because mm-hmm. up until then, the, like, necklace gang was, oh like, all that on Samburu, so. Yeah. Or, well, correction, they thought they were all that. 
that ended quickly. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the first time that we really like got, got into, it. into it. So this. But that's because is... I will always defend Lex. I love that man. There's a part of me that hopes that you end up not liking him, <laughs> but I think for me and this season at least, that was his most egregious behavior. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's compounded by the fact that it's Kelly who I really like. Like yeah. if he was doing that to like Kim, I'd be like. His logic doesn't make sense, but, like, oh, well, which yeah. is kind of where you're at with yeah, it. Yeah, because I have no loyalty to Kelly. She went up and down for me this whole season thus far. And um, landed on more of a down. Yeah. And I, I mean, if, like like you said, like, if it had been against someone I really liked, like, if he had completely turned on Tom, maybe, like, I probably would be a little bit more emotional. Obviously, if he turned on Ethan, dead to me. But. <laughs> there's no redemption. No, there's no redemption for that. Yeah. Um, he does this in this season, and then we'll get there. But in All-Stars, he's. More just that he whines. He doesn't, like, do anything other than have expectations that he shouldn't have. But we'll get there. Um, the loyalty thing. Yeah. But then it's like he's... Oh, I know. You're playing the game. But... Same thing with this. He's mad because of suspected breached loyalty. And yeah. then he, like... Tur- yeah. Anyway. Lex has trust issues. Don't we all? I do. It's okay. Yeah, but, like... I agree that everyone has trust issues, but you're going on a game where you know those are at stake. No, I know, I know. I don't think, I wonder if he's going to have as big of a reaction with these four votes. Because, I mean, he got real bent out of shape about two. I think he knows, though. Yeah. And now that he knows, I think he feels like shit. Hopefully he needs to be a little bit quieter in the next episode. I'm expecting a big apology from him. And it won't make me hate him less. It'll just make me not hate him any more than I already do. Okay. <laughs> well, I will continue to defend him because I still love him. I mean, I feel like you could still like someone without having to defend <laughs> them on everything they did. Like, not everything. No, I think he was totally wrong for targeting Kelly. Um, it wasn't Kelly's time to go. He was not... Going on his gut was not the right call. I fully acknowledge that. But I don't hate him for it. Yeah, that's fair. I largely liked Sean, and Sean was an idiot sometimes. I Sean largely was a big idiot. liked. Um, mm, I don't think Elizabeth did anything wrong in <laughs> Australia. I'm trying to think of like my faves. Mm. Um, well, Var- I, Varner I, messes up later. Yeah, I liked Kelly. She should not have made the medication comment. Like, there's mm. you know things mm-hmm. where people do stupid. Yeah. stuff yeah yeah okay anyway <laughs> mine was from jeff uh it's when he shows up for the reward challenge with the two goats and there's a native man holding the like leads of the goats and jeff's introduction is you guys remember charles from when we drank the blood <laughs> he has some good intros there's nothing like inherently comedic about it but just the way he said it so casually yeah. and it's like it sounds like something out of a fantasy book and instead it's like survivor yeah from well, when we sa- drank the blood well it's, it's the like- same one when lex and ethan have to get on the truck and he's like oh you guys remember this guy i forget his name but you guys remember this guy he's the one that you know greeted you when you first got here get out get out get out <laughs> yeah jeff's just like on one yeah, this is Jeff and Ethan's episode, for sure. What's your quote? Um, I'm picking one from Lex, because I love him, but also because he mentions french fries. So they got to choose between, like, three foods at the camp, or at the... Like, market restaurant yeah. thing? Um, Village? Yeah, the first one was the 
rice stuff, which they didn't want because they're eating that every day anyway. Oh, yeah. They said, um, like, gruel. Yeah. Or, like, mush meal. Maize. Yeah. Maize. <laughs> um, and then the second one was meat, but they didn't trust the meat because they, one, just watched the goats get slaughtered or, like, taken to the butcher. And then, two, he complained about the cats that are walking around all, the, all over the place. So, not picking that. Um, so he goes, French fries. That sounded amazing right off the bat. And I, too, love French fries. So, Especially after having nothing. Yeah, because they, even for a bunch of their buddies, just got French fries at the immunity challenge with the burger. Mm-hmm. And they just missed Yeah, they missed both that. missed it, yeah. <laughs> so. But if I'm in their situation, I'm also picking the French fries. Oh, 100%. Because I think it's already going to mess with your stomach. Imagine meat that you're not sure what it is. Yeah, no. Like, at least French fries. And I fries, don't, yeah, and I don't want the same normally. thing from home, so, or from camp. Right. Yep. So. French fries. Cool. Yeah. All right, birthdays. Birthdays. Um, September 25th, happy birthday to Jason Robinson from season 19 and Marissa Peterson from season 27. And it's also the season premiere of 17, Gabon, which I really liked, mm-hmm. and 39, Island of the Idols, which was less impressive. But it did have Rob. It did. Uh, September 26th, happy birthday to Roger Sexton from season 6, John Kenny from season 9, Aris, Aris? Aris. Aris. Baskowskis? That's good. <laughs> I don't know. I like Did I tell you I started trying to learn Greek on Duolingo? Uh-uh. I so far know the alphabet. That's good. Sort of. Okay. We're working on it. Can't pronounce that still. Uh, from season 12 and season 27. I really liked him. Um, Christina Cha from season 24. Wendy Diaz from season 38. I was not a Wendy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with all of that is also the season 37 David versus Goliath premiere. Hmm. All hail Nick, who we... Love Nick. Also have a picture with. <laughs> Love Nick. Um, then September 27th, happy birthday to Shamar Thomas from season 26. And it's the premiere of Heroes, Healers, Hustlers for season 35. I liked Ben. You did not like Ben. No. Okay. Moving on. I actually don't remember it super well. I just don't have any vivid hate I don't like this season. Memories. You don't like the season, period. I think so. All right. Okay. Uh, September 28th, happy birthday to Debbie Beeb and Brendan Sinat from season 18 and Bill Posley from season 24. September 29th, happy birthday to Sierra Reed from season 18. Season 18 went, went for it. I love season 18. These last. Who? What is that? Isn't that Tocatines? Or is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sierra. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she September... did well. Better than I thought. Mm-hmm. September 30th, happy birthday to Joe Anglin. Love Joe. Season 30, 31, and 38. Love Joe. I think he's played the most seasons in the shortest amount of time than anybody else. Yeah, like back to back to back. Because, well, almost. He did two back to back and then one still in. Close. It's only seven after. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, wow, November 1st, happy birthday to. Oh, October. We're in October. October 1st. That's Still, okay. how did it get to be October? Um, Stacy Kimball from season 14 and Keith Tollefson from season 23. No memory of those people. Mm, no. Unless Keith is um, 
Old Keith? Oh no, I was thinking of Australia Keith. <laughs> I was thinking of Old Keith. Which is like very Keith. different. Australia Keith. No. Um, he plays with his son later in Blood vs. Water. Oh. Like Farmer, then, Farmer Keith? Then maybe. Nope, it, Keith Nail is who I'm thinking of. This is Keith. This is this Keith. Oh, a young, a young Keith. Yeah. From Minnesota. Interesting. Yeah, no memory. No memory. All right. Well. Oh, I didn't this... like this ep- or this season. That's probably why. <laughs> this has been our longest ever <laughs> episode. Because we got into it. Ah, hope you guys enjoyed that. Please feel free to let us know whether you're Team Lex or Team Kelly. I'm already preparing myself to lose that. We should put up a poll. Okay. I guess that's it. Cool. All right. I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, or review wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Back Up for Grabs. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.